You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. This is Jerry. Third time in a row. Ja Rule. This is Gabby. This is Enrique. And we're here to talk to you about things that are of conspiracy in nature. Greetings and salutations I have to many. all our listeners out there. If you want to donate to our Patreon, check our show notes. I, what? If you want to rate and review us, please do so on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you What's listen this? to this why, show. Why are you doing this? Five stars on Spotify. What? what? Sorry. You got to do it every now and then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give us money, please. We're shilling here. Um, shilling like a villain. There is such a thing called a conspiracy theory, which are obviously fact. Like what? I won't go into a state park. We didn't land on the moon. because No, no I believe in the moon. You believe in the moon? Yes. The moon was made of cottage cheese. <laughs> the moon was made of cheese. Would you eat it? Cottage cheese. Heck, I know I would. <laughs> Polish it off with a tall, cool Budweiser. Thank you, Farrell Will. <laughs> Such as... Like, something you said something about state parks. State so I feel parks, like you were leading us into you, something. No, I'm not leading you anywhere. I'm no. just saying, don't go into a state Bigfoot. park. Bigfoot. Why? There's, there's stuff They don't there. exist. They might. We don't know. We mean they might exist. There could be something in mites. the state parks. You get mites when you go to the state park. I got mites. Ear mites. I got ear mites once. Mm. From at a state park. Yes, he's always scratching his ears. Do you not see him scratching his ears constantly? I was on a search. I slept in a tainted sleeping bag. <laughs> and got ear mites. <laughs> Taint. Either way, they're very scary. And butthead. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you, thank you. I'm Gordon Holio. <laughs> Listen, TV from my bubble. I'm trying to help people realize how dangerous this world is. How dangerous this world and is. How many conspiracies exist that there could is a lot possibly be true. The twin towers were exploded. They you did. ever heard that one? They did. I know, but it was an inside job. Oh, you're always... See, look, you don't know. No, I'm talking about deep conspiracies. Like what? What's a deep one? Like... Ma- uh, Freemasons? Illuminati? You talking about that stuff? Shh. Uh, no, did you phone. know, back on July 25... Got your phone back. 2000... <laughs> July 25, 2001. Mm. Blood Red Rain fell over the Kerala district of western India, according to the Guardian. Red rain rain fell over this western Indian district 
Mm. So Do you what, know what caused it? It wasn't holy water, because if it was in Africa, they blessed the rains down in Africa. <laughs> We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sorry. Jim Beam. It's well, believed that the rainwater turned various colors due to the fact that the... Okay, so, but first of all, first of all, we don't know. blood red rain. Can you imagine seeing that falling from the sky? Like, if you're looking up, I wonder if the sky was red. No. Like, that's apocalypse, like, biblical Armageddon. Like, like the sky is red. now. Apocalypse 2001 is when this happened. Oh. Sorry. I was... Go ahead. Anyway, it's believed. So, the reality is not quite that exotic or interesting. Due to the fact that the wind had swept up similarly colored sand before it came down with the rain. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh, blood red rain. The sky is bleeding. Oh, my God. The apocalypse. Oh, no. It just It's red sand. That's kind of a disappointing end. Very much. Kind of like 2012, the John Cusack show. Uh-huh. Where they, that wasn't got Noah's Ark at the end. That was very, that was very disappointing. Crocodiles can gallop like a horse up to 11 miles an hour. I don't believe it. Can you talk about... I don't think they can gallop. It, it's what it says. It's likely horses you picture bounding across a landscape, not something scaly and low to the ground. However, a study published in Nature in 2019 mm. noted that crocodiles have the full range of quadral, quadra, quadrupedal footfall patterns used by mammals. That means four peats. Meaning that they four have the beetles. ability to gallop like a horse and occasionally do. Can you imagine seeing a galloping crocodile coming at you at 11 miles That's per hour? That's a weird crocodile. I used to run on a treadmill. See you later, alligator. <laughs> After a while, crocodile. Gone. When I was a young man, I used to run on treadmills. <laughs> The treadmill, I, <laughs> the treadmill I used to run on would max out at 12 miles an hour. Oh. And I could only stay on there for maybe 30 what seconds. What did you think you were? Usain Bolt? Usain, yes. You think you could run 12 miles an hour? I could for a short period of time. Usain Dolt. <laughs> it's, it's Usain. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Didn't know. I don't watch the Olympics. I don't. I don't. Usain? Usain Bolt. You insane. Okay. Bolt. Gotcha. Sorry. Now that's in my lexicon. Mm-hmm. I am Lexicon Luther. Lexicon. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I have hair. Enrique is showing me a uh, picture. Lexicon the Great. Enrique is showing me a video of a galloping alligator. It is insanely fast. A lexiconvict. That is a... Uh, you can show me the... Vi- that is a fast-moving gator. Mm, that's scary. That like, is a, that is, and I th- thought we could outrun them. You can't. Yeah, no. You only die tired. Them bears. Usain Bolt. Because they, it, because they're they're ambush predators. Ambush so, predators. So they have to. Do they make that stay in, sound? They stay in the water, and as soon as their prey gets close to the water, they just bolt out. I can't do that predator sound. And they're really fast when they come out of that water. Like hippos. Like hippos are violent. Hippos yeah, in totally the water. Crap, hippos man. are awful. And they're morbidly obese. <laughs> the hungry, hungry hippos. You would think that. I got rid of that game. You're not scared of me, are you? I'm frightened by your hippo brethren. 
Brethren? What? I've met Oh my God. Three in a row. Three shows in a row he has fat shamed me. He called hippos my relatives. I did not. You are awful. I am awful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You walked into it. You walked into it and you baited me. I should have galloped into it, much you, like the crocodile. Mm. I did kind of gallop into that one. That's the game they need to remake. It's Hungry Hungry Hippos, but do a dark version of it. <laughs> Where like all the balls burst into red. Yeah. Red or rain. Your hippos stalking people that are just on the river. That would be very dark. A mature version. Rated <laughs> him. Hungry Angry. They could call it Hungry Angry Hippos. Listen, Prospero Hall, listen up. What's the opposite of procrastination? Well, crastination. Is that a word? Crastination? I would assume pro is a prefix. I think I tried looking this up, and crastination is pretty much procrastination. But you would think if there's procrastination, what would be the opposite? Seems obvious, right? Anti? Anti-crastination? Anti-crastination? But you know what it appears to be? What? Precrastination. Procrastination. Hmm. I get what you see there. The action of delaying or postponing something. Which is something I'm... I, I excel. At, I'm a pro at procrastination. Crastination. Yeah. What is precrastination? The opposite of procrastination. They say it's like when you do things too quickly, like jump to conclusions. So you jump to conclusions. It sounds like they're both like giving your thoughts on. Yeah, it's like like it's, premature. Yeah, you would think it's pro everything. Usually, if there's a pro, then there's anti. You're I'm pro Rondell. You're anti Rondell. Hmm. I'm pro cornflakes. Procrastination. You're anti cornflakes. It just sounds like you're you're like either for or with Brian Cranston. Like either you like Breaking Bad or you don't like Breaking Bad. I'm anti Cranston. Nation. Cranston Nation. That's his fans. That's what they're called. We are Cranston Nation. (laughs) They keep having meetups and nobody shows up on time. (laughs) They're fans. (laughs) They they don't show up. They're fans of his podcast. And all the ones that hate them show up early. They're like, where's where's Brian? We hate Cranston. Oh, thanks, Cranston Nation. That's a great joke somewhere in there. Somebody would dig through that. What did you say? Shout out to Cranston Nation. That's what we should uh, call our fans, uh, Snob Nation. Snob Nation? There's a lot of people who do that. They take, I know. It's like they just take whatever it is and put Barrage Nation, nation. after it. Barrage? There's a show I listen to. Barragers? I don't know what they call that's their a, that's, listeners. That's, that's not a, the that's a triple X website. Barragers, isn't it? I don't know what you're saying. I don't Barragers? know. Barragers? Like board game Barragers? Barragers? Brazier Nation? Brazier's? No. Fra- bra- uh, Towersers. There's a show out of Dallas that was the Kid Craddock in the morning show was a radio show. You talk about it a lot. No, I talk about Jason and friends I out don't of Austin. Anyway, I used to listen to Kid Craddock. He died of like a heart attack or something. R.I.P. Tragically, yes. R.I.P. But his fans, Kid Nation. So lots of people do put the nation after something and say that's our fans. So Snob Nation would be the easy thing. I think we go by Snobadellos, but realistically... We refer to them by their names because we're personal, intimate with we're our personal listeners. Nation. Like, I'm pro personal. 
we do people's names, even though we don't always get their names right. We do mispronounce names. <clears throat> Speaking of which, I'm go ahead. Enrique wants to speak. Go ahead. You, your so, point. so what was the name? It was like it was Kai. K-I-N-D, and then what was that? Oh, uh, Matt Kind. Yeah, Kind. Oh, it was K-I-N-D-T. The creator of Mind Management. Oh. K-I-N-D-T. Kind. Kind. So uh, that's not... Go I feel, ahead. No, 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 because we were trying to discuss of like wh- how we would uh, pronounce kind. Treat we, everybody kind. We re- re- read that email when you were eating your Rangoons oh, in previous episodes. Sorry. But yeah, we mispronounced names. And like one of the worst things that I remember was like my dad, he listened to a lot of female artists growing up, like a lot of music. Mm-hmm. So he liked um, Whitney Houston mm-hmm. and Franklin. Aretha? Aretha. Not Urethra. So I, as a young child misunderstood that so i thought her name was urethra franklin that joke that you made years mm-hmm. back yeah on this very podcast mm-hmm. and so for a long time i thought that was her name urethra franklin until i was like in the fourth grade and was talking to a friend of mine and we ended up playing one of my dad's little cassette tapes because i had a walkman because i found one and i said something about urethra franklin he's like <laughs> no 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 that's your pee that's where, that's where your pee comes from billy i was like oh thanks billy which that was very who was billy billy was a friend of mine Oh, Billy. And Billy was nice because he helped me in names, and I helped him by letting him know that jean jackets were no longer in style. <laughs> and so, like, because you know, he's pro names, anti jean jacket. You ain't Ray Cyrus, Billy. So you just got to stop. But yeah, did you have a jean jacket? I did have a jean jacket. I, I had you did. one. You, I did too. And I got rid you of it. You know where I got it from? Once. Goodwill. Bill's Dollar Store. In the irregular section, one sleeve was longer than the other. Well, you have one But arm. it was much cheaper. You have one arm longer than the other. I do. I, no, I have a leg longer than the other. Most people do. Not most people. Mine's an inch and a half longer. Really? Yes. I have a, I have a So you're not strutting. That's just your leg. That is my leg. I thought you were always like doing your like, pimp walking. I'm not pimp walking. That. That really? I have an actual medical issue that causes me to walk as an individual who is, as some say, pimping. That is not, I didn't choose that. It chose me. Huh. And I don't mean to walk that way. But I go to a chiropractor. Although, walk this way, as oh, Aerosmith says. And a lot of people don't like chiropractories. But I do. I like chiroplasty. So I go there and have my Volcanoes. And put in place chiroplasty. Joe versus them. I have no idea what you're talking about besides that obscure Tom Hanks film. <laughs> chiroplasty is when it blows up and all the crap is coming down the mountain. Is it? Yeah. Coming like an avalanche? Coming down the mountain? Yes. Really? It's like mud and trees and everything? I believe so. Very interesting. Another conspiracy. That or it's a herd of chiropractics falling down a mountain. I don't believe in volcanoes or volcanologists. Period. I I think that it could be caused by something else. Have you ever seen a volcano? No, I have not. But yet, here you are questioning me. I'm asking why, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It sounds a little sus to me. Okay. Like the earth has GERD. It's just gurgitating up. <laughs> hot magma. <laughs> and that makes islands. For real. FR. For real. We, no. would have, we need to watch. We need to rewatch Dante's Peak. No. I no. Can't, I can't find. We need to rewatch. The one volcano with what's his name, the guy from The Missing. 
the missing from the fugitive not harrison what's the other guy tom lee jones oh yeah do you like tom lee that's jones? just volcano you know i used to but he's kind of one note just cranky old man well cranky old man works i yeah but i don't know tommy lee jones lonesome dove Okay, yeah, I get him in that. Was that him and who's the, the Duvall? Robert. Robert. I like Robert. My wife would leave me for Robert Duvall. I like <laughs> Robert Duvall. Is, he can do Cranky Old Man, but he's funny, Cranky Old Man. I would leave for Robert Duvall. As one should. He is Robert Devine. He is a wonderful actor. I, I thoroughly... Is he still alive? He, he's not R.I.P. He's, He's not, not R.I.P. Wow, he must be very old he by now. He's very old, but he is not R.I.P. Okay, I'm trying to find what is the stuff that comes out of volcanoes. Magma. Stuff. Hot magma. And sharks with laser beams out attached to their head. Volcanoes. Okay. Y'all talk amongst yourselves while I'm looking up chiropractic. Yes. Let's have a conversation while Gobby looks on his phone to find his personality. All right, then. Would you say. Look at him. Here recently. Okay. That you've been doing anything interesting. Mm, recently? Yes. Within the past few weeks? Anything you found fascinating? Like, I've been getting getting into darts recently. You have. I got you into darts. Yes. I am literally the best thing in your life. <laughs> because I introduced you back into darts to show you the precision that is required. Because I think you taught me when we were at a at my at my house having a gathering. Because you have a pool. Yes. It's been 118 degrees. So I have been at your pool. You can feel free at any time to interject here and tell the fans about how great I am at water volleyball <laughs> in your sports pool. You have a sports pool which it's deeper in the middle than it is on the sides. Yeah, it's very, it's very funny when people just try to like move around in that deeper end. Correct. And just like slip. And Why does reason. your pool angle downwards on both sides towards the middle? I just said it's a sports pool. But that doesn't for volleyball specifically. Yes, for volleyball. So the people in the center are not supposed to be able to like jump up and spike. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And so people mistake that my five nine, five ten height, I wouldn't be good at volleyball. You're but not that good. They, uh, I believe, <laughs> I, I, I tend the... to dominate you every time we played so far. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was there. I dominated you. No, you didn't. I won I every game. I mo- no, you, you certainly did. did not. Actually, weren't you, you know, both on a the, team? Won every yeah, game. I, I was going to say. I meant to I say this. I cannot believe this. I meant trash. to. I meant to say this on the previous podcast. The lens and through which Jerry views reality is so fascinating, and that like reality doesn't ex- like Jerry just bends reality to his point of view, and that he always comes out on top and wins. Can I bring something up? You lost. Can I every no, game? No, I didn't. Can I bring yes, something you up? Did. Can I make a point here? That's very that's right, factual. Okay, go ahead. Completely factual. Go ahead. You can't remember what you ate today. You have a terrible memory, and you're telling me that you remember. Yes, what? you don't yes, remember nothing. No, I no, do. You're me- no. Everybody, no, you, you don't. You don't remember any time you lose no. or were wrong. You don't remember. No, anything. you don't. Everybody knows. Does he remember any time he loses or was wrong? 
this fight. I'm having this conversation with Enrique. I, I you can I, stay out of it. Are we fighting? Are we fighting? Enrique, tell Boy, me about he darts. Got, he tell got very upset when I during, dared to mention he might have lost something. I didn't lose. You I dominated. Lost? And you, you can lost? ask Bubba. No, ask no, Bubba. No, no, ask no. Bubba. I am the king of water volleyball. I dominate you every time. You can get very good into the water. on the same team? I dominated y'all. We won every single game. My physical prowess dominates you in every aspect. Physical prowess. Please. Because when I joined in, it was you two on a team, and I know you guys won basically every Anyway, we were on the team most of the time. We dominated. Yeah, I'm, you're right. We yeah, you guys were we both on you It was Enrique. you and Rike. Suck it. It was basically it was basically a three man team, and everyone knows you, it. We it was a three. It was a three man team. You have Jerry's physical prowess and my physical prowess. You didn't stand a chance. It's like the Infinity Stones. Oh my God! Bro, it, was, it was basically me. <laughs> It was me and two other guys Snack. defending that entire no. ball. It was me and Jerry versus three people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, two against three, and we won. Relentlessly beat you. I I cannot find the freaking phrase. The stuff, when a volcano erupts and there's this avalanche of mud, ash, lava, trees, and crap, it's called something. I feel like it's Kyle Plastic Just make up a name. It's that. If you, I can't find it. I've Googled and I've Googled. If you know, email us, boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. Sorry. I just, I, I can't, I can't find it. I'm tired of being on my phone. I had to interject into this conversation about water volleyball because I freaking love, I freaking love volleyball in all water, land, air. I'll take it in all forms. Air volleyball? I'll take it in all forms. Is there an air volleyball? <sighs> oh, just a regular volleyball. volleyball. Yeah, that's right. Land, sea, and air. But you, I, I, I inspired you to get into darts because I myself am oh, because, right. because you watched me darts. just like do this like yes. pathetic you, you, little you like have throw. A, you have a pathetic. Well, you throw. have a hard time grasping bowling balls. Do you have a hard time grasping the dart? No, as soon as it's he taught, very dainty. His fingers. As soon as he taught taught me, I, I was hitting. You hold it like a pin. No, it, no, you do not. How do you hold it? You hold it with mm. three. Three Would fingers. Help. Which Would fingers? Help. These fingers and then the thumb. Mm-hmm. All fingers but the pinky and the thumb? Yep. And the thumb. You got all three fingers on it, thumb pressing against it. So in total, four fingers. Mm-hmm. And a th- oh, three fingers no, 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 and I'm a thumb. Sorry. Your thumb is not a finger. No, no, Your I'm thumb's sorry. not a finger? Uh, no, I don't no. think it is. No, no, no. I don't count it as one. No, no, no. It, it, it's these. Is it these? But it's a Hold phalange. On. Oh, no. It's these. Th- okay. It these doesn't matter. Fingers. Nobody cares. These three fingers. But you're enjoying darts. Yes, I'm. Act- I'm still practicing. Are you increasing in your skill? Um, hitting the like that little white door that we had as a background. <laughs> less there's a lot of holes now. You're you're getting on the actual your board. Your thumb is, is no. That's not a finger. Well, no, no, no. Your fingers have three phalanges. Your thumb has two uh, joints. The phalangels. Yeah. So the phalanges, the joint. Well, I mean, your your, yeah, your phalluxes. Like, I think is what's called. Like, how many times can you... But your thumb is unique. So, uh, technically, mm. it is a finger, but it's different. There, there's, there, there is a... It's, it's, it's odd. Hmm. Anyways. I still... Darned. I can't find what your, what your volcano trash is called. It's that old woman from Dante's Peak who pushed the boat. Yeah. Grandma. 
unnecessarily. They were there at the dock. All right, people. They're already there. She hops out. So ah! Darts are big in Britain, so you will be very big in Britain if you win and become Is a professional. big in Britain? I'll, British people love darts. They love it. It's up there with fish and, and yeah. That's cricket. A, cricket, which is, I don't know, just like weird baseball. And, and rugby. They, it's baseball with a flat paddle. It's a flat paddle. They love darts. Okay. Oh, flat paddle. Bam, bam. And then, mm, flat paddle. And then I started getting back into bowling a little bit. Yar. 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 <laughs> Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar. My daughter is still devastated. Oh, my So what? I introduced my the kids. The tar monster got her. Yes, I introduced my kids to Star Trek. We started watching the first season. Yar turns into tar. And about three seasons, three episodes in, my daughter's like, I love Tasha Yar. And then all of a sudden, Jack is like, my son's like, I'm, who's your favorite? Is it Worf? Is it Data? No, Tasha Yar. And I'm like, oh my God. And then finally, we watched the episode. And I sat there and watched the green, the, 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 the black goop monster mm-hmm. kill Tasha Yar. And of course, they assume. She's going to come back gonna somehow. They're going to fix it. No. She Devastated she then. She did. Several seasons in, Tasha shows back up as a Romulan. Completely mm-hmm. confuses them. We had. Yeah. I like. I have. I it have, was quite confusing. I've had. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very long talk in our household about Tasha Yar coming back. I've done forgot how she came back she as was a Romulan. Cloned. They found a her. Clone. I think they cloned her. Like cloned. Yeah, which is course. obviously Why what not? happened. Sure. Yeah. She come back. Ellen DeGeneres played her or something <laughs> as, a, as a Romulan. R.I.P. Ellen. No, she. That was the same woman. I was. It was a yes. Crosby. Yeah, Denise Crosby. I almost said Bing Crosby. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of conspiracies, we just played a game, a great game. It's an old game from the seventies called Conspiracy: The Solomon Gambit by Restoration Games. It is a game that got me purchased a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away, and set on our shelf of opportunity for quite some time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, we purchased this game for a reason. And what was that reason, Gobby? Space Biff wrote a review about it. Spacebiff.com. For Dan you. Thoreau. Dan Thoreau, who came on our show once, ghosted us. Space Ghosts, coast to coast. He hasn't ghosted us. We haven't asked him back on. I, he's never talked to us again. I text him on Twitter. You do? On Twitter? I do. You text on Twitter? I Twitter him. He's my favorite. He's excellent. Yeah, I love him. He's an excellent writer. He's an excellent writer. As is We're Not Wizards. Dot com. Check it out. Richard writes. He he he's got a blog. Dick Simpson. He blogs. He Trick- came on the show. Yeah. He, and Fun fact. Haven't listened to that episode yet. I speak very highly of you the whole time. Uh, if I listen and find anything to the contrary, I will be sending a strongly worded letter to the Scottish. Send it to boardgamesnobs@gmail.com. To the Scottish Embassy. To let them know that I have been besmirched by a wizard. Either way, Conspiracy is a very odd game where you're playing as your own, I guess, what are you? Like no, spy companies? You have a spy involved, but you use all the other ones. No, 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 you don't. You don't have a spy no. involved. No, no, they're all. I, it's hold, it's, hold, it's hold, interesting hold. that you just completely don't even know how to play the game. We just play. Well, then why, why do you have the money on the, the sovereigns, my bad? Why do you put so many? Why do they have you put That's sovereigns on that one person? That's not your spy because obviously you don't control them. They're all paid. They're all hired. But well, then why do they hand out? Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I agree. Oh why do they god. hand out? <laughs> why, why, oh my god! Why do they? Hand, 
This is, Why do they hand out? Listen. Why do you get that one person in the beginning? It's just the setup. It's called the setup. Uh, but why? There's so got to be a reason. So you start with something. So you start something. with, no. Yes. Why start with anything? I mean, you could just have. you start with something, so your first you have, move. No, you have someone specifically. As I said. You have someone. As I said, you have someone specifically that you have the most money on. At the beginning, that you're invested in, that you don't start the game with making the same move each time, which is invest money. Okay. So okay. there you go. Okay. Because dear God, help me. All right. That's all right. All right. So now that Gobby has finally realized how to play the game that we've just played, <laughs> that I won. You won because I mistakenly had a miscommunication with you my did. dear friend you Enrique. Did. You led Enrique. I led Enrique astray. Wildly astray. And of course, my humility. Mm-hmm. Is enough to admit that I and I've been told him, Enrique. I'm sorry, I led you astray because you stuttered and miscommunicated. And if <laughs> it's your fault. It's your fault. Clearly, it's your fault. And let me know, I would have been able to instruct you on how to win. But unfortunately, you didn't. So anyway, in this game, you have there's a collection of spies, and with these spies, you are basically doing a tug of war with this briefcase briefcase that you're trying to get back to your headquarters. What's in this briefcase? What's in the box? You open it up and just a gold light shines upon you. No one knows. Ezekiel 25, 17. <laughs> the path of the righteous one are beset on all sides by the tyranny of the wicked and the iniquities. I can't remember the last one. So you use these spies on can't the board what Samuel, to move Samuel, Samuel Elliot. Yeah. You move Ezekiel Elliot. That is a Samuel tasty Elliot. So you move, you use your spies to manipulate this suitcase down to your headquarters to win. To win. You're trying to get the, the suitcase to your headquarters by there's, utilizing there's these also, spies that are basically freelance spies. You have to pay them sovereigns. And so for your action, you can do one of four things. This is enthralling. You can add sovereigns to your spies. Correct. You can add sovereigns to... Solomon. Solomon. Solomon Sovereigns. Or you can... Move them? Move them. <laughs> I swear. Why, why do you do this? What's Each the fourth time, one? You burn them. I do burn, not know why you insist. You gripe at me every time I try to explain something. Well, and then I you start ex- off with good intentions. No, just stop. <laughs> Essentially... Good intentions pave the way to hell, Enrique. Did you know that? I did not know that. Now you know. Now you know. Conspiracy is a game of hidden bets, is what I would call it. Because behind your player screen, you're putting money on the various spies that are out on the board to show what ones you kind of control. And so you are secretly, kind of like, reminds me a little bit of Coup, where you can make an action and have the card or not have the card. It gave me that kind of feel. But this was much more deeper, because... Each spy has this little special maneuver that they can do, which is basically either traveling around the board faster, moving other spies around, or moving the briefcase around. And while you are manipulating these spies by placing money on them, if any of the players at the table, when you declare what your move is going to be, such as moving a spy from this location to that location, they can challenge it. And then they say how much money that they have on the spy. They kind of kind of bid on it. So if they have five coins on the spy, they can say, ah, oh, one. And then you have to say, if you have more than one, you say two. Or you can't, can't, can't bid more than what you have on the spy. And you're not really bidding. It's a very pseudo 
Reiner Knizia type way of look. You're not bidding. You're not spending money, but you're just declaring how much money you have on the spot. I was I was going to say I don't I don't quite understand thematically all that stuff. What it is that Sovereign is showing the money, which is called Sovereigns in the game, is showing how much control you have over that spy. So you're telling the spy to go here, and you have five sovereigns on it. But I'm telling the spy got five on it not to move. And I have six sovereigns on it. So obviously I have more control over them. So they're not going to move. So instead of thinking of money, if you think of it as control, there's a very interesting aspect of the game where you burn a spy, basically eliminating them off the board, where you spend X amount of money to basically annihilate this spy. They're no longer in the game, Mm -hmm. which is a big move. Mm -hmm. Happened twice in our game. Uh, This game is... I don't want to call it a hidden movement game, even though it no, kind of it's feels not like hidden that. movement. I, I I kept saying it's just tug of war. You're just it's tug of war. There's a back and forth with the suitcase. Everybody's fighting over the suitcase. The way you use the spies, I found it highly entertaining. And the fact that you are working for your own ends, like yes. I, you're trying to get this suitcase to your headquarters. Is that what they call it in the game? Headquarters. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to get this suitcase to your headquarters. Jerry was one space away, one space away. And Jerry and Enrique uh, conspired against me, conspiracy. Once Jerry was one space away, me and Enrique started talking very openly. I was like, Enrique, you need to do this, this, and this. Enrique's like, you need to do this and this and this. We worked together to burn the spy that Jerry was using. Burn notice. Burn notice that spy. It, it, It messed Jerry up very badly. So, like, you're working to your own ends, but if you see someone about to succeed, you have to conspire against them. So, this is a two-to-four player game. That's why I, I the name Conspiracy, I was like, why is it called Conspiracy? Because you have to conspire, even though it's not, like, in secret. It's very open. And I'll, on that note, it being a two-to-four player game, I don't think this game would play very well with two players. What I, conspiracy would there be? I think between three and four players is the... That's where it's at. Because when you guys were fighting each other, I was nice nice and buddy with both of you Correct. for the longest time because I was doing the long game. And then you took off the suitcase and I told Jerry, you got to burn him. And so, Jerry did. Yeah, so, so, so interestingly <laughs> enough. This, I freaking love this guy. Yeah, I'm this, just going to say yeah, that. I'll, I'll say this. So, so Space Biff liked it. You bought it. It sat on our shelf for a long time. I looked at the rule book and, and just, you know. It, you were kind of dismissive of well, it, as was I. And so then I was like, well, Jerry acted like he read through it. and what, So, like, it sat on our shelf unplayed because we, we were uninterested in it. The reason it sat on our shelf unplayed is that it reminded me of another game called Estriel. It's a spy game. You remember it. It's like way back in the day where there's multiple spies on the board. They all do different things. It was very, very, I, I, it was a very popular game for a while. I even had an expansion, but I hated it. I mean, literally hated it. You're not talking about the dice game. No, 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 no. I'll show you a picture of it. It's okay. a big yellow box. It's called like Estrell 1940 something. It's a weird looking game. Anyways, I didn't like it. Conspiracy kind of reminded me of it, but once we started playing it, and this neat little, I keep referring back to it as kind of being a Reiner Knizia type mechanism because it seems like it's bidding, but it's not. You're secretly putting money or sovereigns that represent control behind your player board on these play, on these spies, and you're controlling them. They each have their little bitty movements that they do. But the fascinating thing is, as you get the briefcase closer to your base, everybody in the game turns <laughs> against you. 
So literally, right off the bat, Gobby w- almost won the game. Gobby rushed it to his to his base. I was one space away. And we, of course, stopped him. Me and Enrique got together. And Enrique took off with the briefcase <laughs> back to his base. But his base is close to mine. So I allowed that to happen. And then me and Gobby conspired. And I ended up burning the first spy in the game, eliminating the spy that Enrique had invested so heavily Bond. in. Vagabond. Yes, which is crazy because <laughs> the, the spies all have code names. The spy that Enrique had invested in was named Vagabond, and he, he said Bond Vagabond, and we laughed, and we keep keep, keep laughing about that. James's poor but, brother. Uh, James, James, James' homeless brother. <laughs> I'm Bond. Vagabond. But I, Vagabond. But I did like, Excuse me, sir, do you have any change? <laughs> but I did like how there was two distinct ways of winning this game. He's still a winner with the ladies. <laughs> we'll have to go back to your place. <laughs> I have yet but a cardboard box from Harbor Freight. Did you know? Did you know Monty Norman, composer, ninety-four years old of the James Bond theme, passed away. R.I.P. R.I.P. He did the down it, down it, down the barrel, down the barrel. Sorry, Enrique, I interrupted you. No, it's fine. Enrique, you don't have to let people walk over. You Vagabond. say, you know what? You're right. You did walk over me, and I need don't to apologize let it ha- to you. Hey, next time he says I apologize, that, Enrique. Say, don't let it happen again. I won't let it happen I again. I say that all the time to people. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like, like, if I go through like a drive through and they're like, sorry, <laughs> sir, it took so long. Don't, don't let it happen, happen again. again. And it's comical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, you'll be doing something, and people will be like, I'm sorry, but we, like, don't uh, let it happen again. Classic. Classic Jerry. People call us, uh, sorry for bothering you, don't don't let it happen again. <laughs> and I laugh. Ha, 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 ha. Enrique, go ahead. But I didn't like Did I interrupt that. you? Yes, you did. Go, Enrique. But I, don't I, let it happen again. Say it after me. Don't let it happen. There you go. Say yes. Don't let it happen again, Jerry. Okay. But I, <laughs> he's, he's, he's too kind. He's, he's too, too kind. kind. Matt kind. But I did like how the game has two Enrique kind. Two dis- <laughs> distinctive ways of winning. Either you can w- win immediately just rushing rushing the briefcase to your home home base or you can take the longer but more riskier chance of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. having the end game mm. with Solomon. And the end game is wait, wait, after wait, 20 no, rounds. No, no, let, let him, he no, no, he won't be able to explain. Well, yeah, I, won't, I didn't know. Were you done? It's no, very be, complicated. Throwing yeah. throw it to you, Jerry. Thank you. It's very complicated. So after 20 rounds... At the end of that round, you start rolling a dice, and you have a one in six chance that the game will just end. And after the end of that game, whoever has invested the most in the Solomon, which persona, is, which yeah, which is the name of the designer. So, in, in, two of your actions are: you can donate an infinite amount of money, however much you want, to any spy, spy, or you can do, donate one to Mister Sovereign, Solomon. So, Solomon. You can a sovereign to Solomon. So whoever has the most to Solomon, if you happen to roll that die when his thing has reached the end, blah blah blah, instant as, win. As I was saying before, you interrupted me. But you were. Don't I, let it I filled again. it in. I filled don't, it don't in. I didn't apologize. Again. Well, you didn't. I'm not. You don't have to apologize. I'm I just didn't. You, I'm don't not. Let it happen again. I'm not. Don't let it happen again. I'm not. I'm saying. See, this has done right again. So there's things. Establish dominance. <laughs> There's three things in the back of your hand. There's three things I liked about this game. Your very small hand. (laughs) There's three things I liked about this game. One, I like just it's tug of war. Oh, tug of war. 
The tug of war. We know you enjoy. I'm very good. You're I'm a, an anchor. You are pro tugging. I'm a pro. The <laughs> <laughs> last time we played I'm tug a, of I'm war, a, I'm an anchor. You just haul. Oh, basically, I fall backwards. We win. They call you the rock of Gibraltar. <laughs> they will not move. Thou shall not move, <laughs> and you just lay back, and nothing. Tug can of war. Move you. Okay, I'm the tug of war. Gotcha. Two. Two. I like the hidden money aspect of the sovereigns and you putting like you have to it's funny so you're going to delegate most of your money throughout the game to like a few specific people because you want to win those challenges i freakishly i had put one sovereign on one spy just randomly because i was like oh, i might i that one that one sovereign won me the game in a challenge by Jerry because she was the only one that was near my suitcase at the end. You won't understand this unless you play the game. But if you have played the game, you won't understand. And if you have played the game, you shouldn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but but we enjoyed it as much as you, hopefully. I also and if you this, don't enjoy it, you're wrong. <laughs> this is my thing. That freaking player aid that's on your the thing that hides your board yeah, yeah. has everything all the player shield. aids. The player aids. Player aids. You're, Every game should have. You're big on aids. <laughs> player aids. <laughs> yes. I'm big on those. Every game. It's clearly written. These are your actions. This is what can happen. This is what the action. This is the, the spies that you use. These are their abilities in the challenge. Like everything. I'm big on aids. I know. There's a great aid. I'm pro aids. This game is really good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> good. I, I'm shocked by how much I liked it. I think it's great three player. I, I think it took us all by surprise. I'm surprised. Like most conspiracies. Yes. <laughs> I generally, as everybody knows, I tend to, there's somebody I work with who is always going on about conspiracies. Mm -hmm. And to upset them, I always go to the most extreme other direction of the conspiracy just right. to upset them. Whatever it is, I'm contrarian to him to make him mad. Because well, what are the conspiracies? You just like making people mad. I enjoy it thoroughly. Don't <laughs> let it happen again. <laughs> but I enjoy it thoroughly upsetting people. Why, you might ask? Because I have issues. And my issues <laughs> are not readily resolved without conflict. And I like conflict. You, you do we like conflict. And you can't have conflict. Except when we're fighting over rule books. You were unable to drag that rule book out of my claw. Oh, my I had God. It. I had, that it. Was I had the it. I wish no. I had that on but video. No, what no, happened? Jared. You tried to no, grab that I rule won. book out of my hand. No, I won. No, I had it. I conceded. You did. I conceded. You did. You gave up. Because you know what? Word. You know what? what? Because I'm the reasonable one. You're the bigger man. That's I'm the reasonable, reasonable, reasonable one. one it's uh, going to be I'm me. the reasonable. Yes. No, between the two of us, I'm the reasonable one. He is oh, extreme. Please. I don't give up. Don't mistake. Between no, both of you. Don't mistake extreme. my extremism. You're an extremist. That is resolve. I do not give up. When it's time to get a hold of something, you get a hold of it, and they pry okay. it from your cold, dead hands. And I had that rule book. I was reading it, and Gobby decided to try to wrestle it from my no, tight No, no, I did not. I, I, you tried. Did he no, grab it? No, grabbed no, it. No, 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 no. He no, no. placed the rule book down, and I grabbed it. And Jerry acts like every rule book out of any game is exclusively because, because his. I think you had it like and this, and then he went for it, but then you kind of snatched it back, didn't you? Like, you know what? Don't God. let it happen I, again. Here's what I find out. Here's what I find out. <laughs> 
realize. You do realize. I have a hard. I need. I end up yelling so much <laughs> on this podcast. You yell a lot, but I, don't I know need why. to. I, <laughs> I think it's only toward Jerry. I don't so do anything. Do I yell, you, you, Jerry? You, you, you literally just admitted that you, you love me conflict. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Enrique. <laughs> what? Just because so I enjoy conflict doesn't Jerry, mean that you have to engage in it. Jerry thinks he has exclusive rights to every rule book. We, in fact, if we're playing a game and I dare to pick up the rule book, he'll say, what? What do you need it for? What is it? I can tell you. What do you want out of there? I can tell you the rule. Like, he freaks out when I d- anyone you do kind of dares to pick up the rule book. And I'm like, I have just as much access to this rule book as you. He is a rule book tyrannical Saurus Rex. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it seems like you have a problem. No, you're the one with the and problem. If I touch a rule book, you freak out. I'm sorry. That's going to do it for this episode. I'm Gobby. This is Jerry. This is Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.